This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday the 12th of July. Flux family, if you have a friend who likes business news but maybe not so into podcasts, then you have got to recommend them. The Flux Weekly Newsletter comes out every single Monday and you can hit it up at www.flux.finance or the link are in the show notes of this pod. Hey man, it looks like Tokyo will be hosting the Olympics with next to no spectators. We're talking another coronavirus surge has put Tokyo in a state of emergency. I know. And now the Japanese public saying to their PM, told you so, the Olympics was a terrible idea. <laughs> Three highly informed stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. F45, the Aussie-born fitness chain that is backed by Mark Wahlberg, is finally going to IPO and expects a valuation of around $2 billion. It's about time for F45. Big fan of this one. What mm. is the story here? Well, F45 is obviously a fitness franchise or cult founded in <laughs> 2011. Now, essentially, Justin, F45, it's a 45-minute at-home or in-person fitness class that pretty much revolutionized the group fitness industry. And it just so happens that F45 is backed by a lot of famous people. We're talking Mark Wahlberg, Magic Johnson, David Beckham, and even Cindy Crawford. They've all got their fingers in the F45 pie. And now, Jazzy Boy, F45 has set its IPO terms and it's getting ready for the big day. So what's the key learning here? These days, health and fitness clubs need to be more than just health and fitness clubs. The successful gyms of the 21st century aren't your local gyms with rusted dumbbells and wobbly <laughs> bench presses. No, Justin. They're the ones that offer a social group-like experience. F45 was pretty unique because it capitalized on consumers' needs for a fast-paced, high-impact, mm. and social fitness experience. At the time, an unmet need in the market. And it exploded. It grew to 45 countries, almost 2,000 studios. You can see why they're attractive to IPO investors. For our second story, the European Union has fined four big-name German car makers because they colluded on emission technology. Very, very controversial, this one. Tell me more. How about this one for a few big names, Justin? Mm -hmm. BMW, Volkswagen, Audi and Porsche have all been hit with a massive $1.3 billion fine from the European Union. And that's because they worked together to stop the development of emission control technology. In other words, the technology that reduces harmful emissions from your car. What's interesting, Brett, is that these guys and gals had the technology to cut these emissions from your vehicles, but they decided against progressing that tech Mm. to avoid competing. And therefore, they denied customers the chance to buy cars that actually pollute the environment less. And get this one. Daimler, which operates Mercedes-Benz, was also part of the clan, but they didn't receive a fine because they snitched on the others. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So what is the key learning here? Collusion is when companies work together to influence a market or pricing for their own advantage. Think of it a bit like a non-competitive secret and sometimes illegal agreement between rivals. Now, Brett, cooperation between companies is generally fine, Mm. but it's generally public, it leads to gains, and it's legal. (laughs) But when it comes to something like limiting technology advancements, it's a bit of a no-no. Particularly when the EU is hammering full steam ahead to meet its 2019 Green Deal objective. I.e. to have no net emissions by 2050. And Brett, to achieve the best outcomes, the EU wants each car manufacturer to compete with one another so they can reduce the emission targets as much as possible. For our third and final story, Visa has well and truly announced itself to the crypto world by striking a partnership with over 50 crypto companies. This is big news for the crypto heads out there, Brett. Mm. What is the story We'll get this one, Jazzy Boy. More than $1 billion was spent on crypto-linked Visa cards in the first half of this year. And now, it's all about to skyrocket even more because Visa's revealed its partnership
partnering with over 50 crypto companies. This one is going to allow customers to spend and convert digital currency. So Brett, you could head into your local Vietnamese restaurant, get a banh mi and whack it on your visa, but actually pay for it with your massive stash of Dogecoin. <laughs> It'll also let people spend regular money and earn crypto as a kind of reward like frequent mm. fire points. So what's the key learning here? Crypto has been creeping into everyday life for a little while now, mm -hmm. with big brands like PayPal and Tesla getting on board to support crypto transactions. But it still hasn't become a mainstream payment method. Enter Visa's collaboration with crypto companies. This is the Kanye and Adidas collab of crypto. <laughs> Perhaps the Nike and Air Jordan collab of money. Or the Cardi B and Reebok of digital payments. <laughs> this move is a real game changer, Justin, mm -hmm. and could establish crypto as a mainstream payment method. Why is that? Well, it brings what's normally hidden in apps or crypto wallets out into the daylight. But B-Man, as we know, crypto is very, very volatile. And what that means is by the time you actually get to the shops, <laughs> Elon Musk could have tweeted something that sends your crypto plummeting. <laughs> Flux fam, as we said off the top of the show, if you have a friend who likes business news and doesn't really like podcasts, they've got to check out the Flux Weekly Newsletter. Or if you really love business news, why not listen to the podcast and read the newsletter as well? Great thinking, Justin. Head to www.flux.finance or the link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.